Drama on One. Sundays at 8pm. rta.ie forward slash drama on one. Drama on one. My name is Alan Stamford and welcome to Othello in Offaly. Excellent wretch. Perdition catch my soul, but I do love thee. And when I love thee not, chaos has come again. My noble lord. What dost thou say, Iago? Did Michael Cassio, when you wooed my lady, know of your love? He did, from first to last. Why dost thou ask? But for a satisfaction of my thought, no further harm. Why have thy thought, Iago? I did not think he had been acquainted with her. Oh, yes. And went between us very oft. Indeed. Indeed. I, indeed. Discernst thou aught in that? Is he not honest? Honest, my lord. Honest, I honest. My lord, for aught I know. What dost thou think? Think, my lord. Now notice the use of repetition in that short section. The word think and the word honest constantly being repeated. It's interesting. This is a kind of drip feeding of Othello's imagination by Iago. He just drops little tiny ideas in. Did Cassio know about her? Yes, he did. Oh, really? Why? No reason. Uh, he went between us when I went wooing. Oh, really, did he? He carried messages. Indeed, indeed. Iago isn't saying anything, but it's just enough to get Othello's imagination working, to start festering. Iago uses every opportunity to push home his ideas. Words are very, very dangerous things, and Shakespeare, who's a master of words, gives this skill in wordplay, not to his hero, but to his villain. He makes Iago the master of words. Think, my lord, by heaven he echoes me, as if there's some monster in his thought, too hideous to be shown. Thou dost me something, I heard thee say even now. Thou likest not that, when Cassio left my wife. What didn't thou like? And when I told thee he was of my counsel, in my whole course of wooing, thou criest, indeed. If thou dost love me, show me thy thought. My lord, you know I love you. I think thou dost, and, for I know thou art full of love and honesty, and weighest thy words before thou give them breath. Therefore, these stops of thine fright me the more. For Michael Cassio, I dare be sworn I think that he is honest. I think so too. Men should be what they seem. Certain, men should be what they seem. Why, then? I think Cassio is an honest man. And again, we use the word think. That word now has a potency in Othello's mind. He's being made to think, but his thinking is completely under the control of Iago. Nay, yet there's more in this. I pray thee, speak to me as thy thinkings as thou dost ruminate, and give thy worst of thoughts, the worst of words. Good, my lord, pardon me. Though I am bound to every act of duty, I am not bound to that all slaves are free to. Utter my thoughts. Why? Say they are vile and false. Thou dost conspire against thy friend, Iago, if thou but thinkst him wrong, and makest his ear a stranger to thy thoughts. It were not for your quiet, nor your good, nor for my manhood, honesty, or wisdom, to let you know my thoughts. What dost thou mean? Good name in man and woman, dear my lord, is the immediate jewel of their souls. Who steals my purse steals trash. Tis something, nothing. Twas mine, tis his, and has been slave to thousands. But he that filches from me my good name robs me of that which not enriches him and makes me poor indeed. Now this is true genius. We've shifted from thinking to reputation. And he's managed to twist it to that. Now earlier in the play, Iago convinces Cassio and the audience that reputation means nothing, that it's terribly unimportant. And at this moment, he convinces Othello and the audience that reputation means everything. And on each occasion, we follow him. He is so good. 
He can say one thing and we believe him. He can say another thing and we believe him. He is brilliant. By heaven, I'll know thy thoughts. Beware, my lord, of jealousy. It is the green-eyed monster which doth mock the meat it feeds on. That cuckold lives in bliss, who, certain of his fate, loves not his wronger. But oh, what damn men it tells he o'er, who dotes yet doubts, suspects yet strongly loves. Oh, misery. Poor and content is rich and rich enough. But rich as fineless is as poor as winter to him that ever fears he shall be poor. Good heaven, the souls of all my tribe defend from jealousy. And he's brought it from thought to reputation to jealousy. So quickly, so easily, he's guiding Othello's thoughts. He's manipulating Othello's mind. He's made Othello obsessed with whatever it is that's going on in Iago's mind. And once he asks him, tell me what you're thinking, tell me what you're thinking, you don't want to know, I don't want to tell you, you must tell me, I'm not going to tell you, tell me what it is, you'll spoil my reputation, doesn't matter, I want to know what you're thinking. And instead of telling him directly, he introduces a new theme, beware of jealousy. Jealousy never occurred to a fellow, wasn't even in his mind. And Iago's there saying, don't give way to jealousy. He's implanting the idea of jealousy. He's not directly accusing anybody of anything. He's just saying, don't be jealous, and I'll tell you why you shouldn't be jealous. And if you look what he says, the green-eyed monster that doth mock the meat it feeds on, the cuckold lives in bliss who, certain of his fate, loves not his wronger. In other words, if you know that somebody's being unfaithful to you but you don't care about them, it doesn't really matter. But if you were to suspect that somebody that you really care about is being unfaithful, that's gonna burn, baby. It's gonna hurt you. Now that's genius, because he hasn't suggested that Desdemona is unfaithful yet, but he's put the idea, the thought, into Othello's mind. Why? Why is this? Thinkest thou that I'd make a life of jealousy, to follow still the changes of the moon with false suspicions? No, Iago. I'll see before I doubt. When I doubt, prove. And on the proof, there is no more but this. Away at once with love or jealousy. Even though it looks like Othello is denying the thought of jealousy, he's saying, me? Jealous? I couldn't be jealous. I would never be jealous. I'm not that kind of a fool. He, in fact, has asked Iago to give proof of Desdemona's unfaithfulness. I'll see before I doubt, and when I doubt, prove, and on the proof there is no more than this, away at once but love and jealousy. In other words, even though he's saying, there's nothing to be jealous of, and I am not a jealous person, and I couldn't be jealous, so prove it to me. The doubt has already come into his mind. In other words, without realizing it, he has bought the thought. Look to your wife, observe her well with Cassio. Wear your eye thus, not jealous nor secure. I know our country disposition well. In Venice they do let heaven see the pranks they dare not show their husbands. Their best conscience is not to leave it undone, but keep it unknown. Dost thou say so? She did deceive her father, marrying you. And when she seemed to shake and fear your looks, she loved them most. And so she did. Why, go to then. She that so young could give out such a seeming to seal her father's eyes up close as oak. He thought t'was witchcraft, but I am much to blame. I see this hath a little dashed your spirits. Not a jot, not a jot. Brilliant, isn't it? It's absolutely brilliant. First of all, he says, I'm not saying there's anything, but just, just keep an eye on Cassio when she's with him. You know, just, I don't know, I'm not saying there's anything going on, but all the women from Venice, they're all the same. They, they look one thing, but they do another. They're, ah, they're just all a little bit sly. I'm not saying there's anything that Desdemona's doing. You're right, she's wonderful, she's honest, she's gorgeous. I mean, she's a treasure. But she did lie to her father, didn't she? And he did believe her. He had no idea she was going to run away with you. Now, if she could lie to her father and make him believe her, 
Well, maybe she's the kind of person that could do that to anybody. Do you see the way he's doing it? Gently. He's not going to do a big lie to Othello that could easily be found out. All he has to do is put the right ideas, the right thinkings into Othello's mind, and Othello will do the rest. Iago is clever enough to know that doubt is the most potent weapon at his disposal. And he said, I think this is a little dashed your spirits. Othello's saying, no, not a bit. No, no, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine. <laughs> if fate, I fear it has. I hope you will consider what is spoke comes from my love. Cassio's my worthy friend. My lord, I see you're moved. No, not much moved. I do not think but Desdemona's honest. Long live she so, and long live you to think so. And yet, how nature erring from itself. Aye, there's the point, as to be bold with you, not to affect many proposed matches of her own clime, complexion and degree, whereto we see in all things nature tends. Her will, recoiling to her better judgment, may fail to match you with her country forms and happily repent. Farewell, farewell. If more thou dost perceive, let me know more. Set on thy wife to observe. Leave me, Iago. And there you have it. In that final moment of that scene, Shakespeare gives us a clear, certain moment of success for Iago. Iago makes that suggestion. Yes, she married you. Yes, she rejected all the people that she should have married. She rejected the good-looking guys from Venice who were her own age, who were normal people for her to fall in love with and marry. She rejected them all, and she married you, you, old, black, foreign. But maybe her will recoiling to her better judgment may fall to match you with her country forms and happily repent. Happily in that sense, both senses may happen, it may happen, and she may do it willingly, that she may decide, I've made a big mistake. And Othello leaves with a very strange request. Othello, who loves and trusts his wife above all things, is now suspicious enough to ask Iago to set a spy to watch her, something that he would never have thought of doing an hour before. He has now asked Iago to spy on his wife, and the spy is to be her own companion, Iago's wife, Emilia. And thank you to John Hines and Lars Amusen from Kalosh de Column. Drama on One. Sundays at 8 pm. RTA.ia forward slash drama on one. Drama on one.